Welcome to Goddess Awakening, the only podcast that uses coaching and feminine energy to rewire your brain and awaken your body so that you can create better relationships with yourself, your partner, and others, and create what you desire in life. And now, here's your host, certified coach, published author, and goddess, Penelope Magulianiti. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Goddess Awakening podcast. Today's episode is devoted to my recent experience, the breakthroughs I had and the lessons I've learned while climbing Mountain Fuji in Japan. Mountain Fuji is Japan's iconic and highest peak and as I've recently discovered from this trip, Climbing it is not just a physical challenge, but also a mindset challenge. It's a spiritual and philosophical journey. And to be honest, I was scared to climb this beautiful mountain. I was watching it from afar and the feeling I was getting was, don't underestimate me. And I knew that I wasn't fit enough for this adventure and I haven't done any hiking in my life up to this point at all, unless you call walking on small hills in my little small country hiking. And also, I was scared about the altitude. Mountain Fuji is 3,776 meters high, and you start the climb at 2,400 meters, which for me was already high enough. If you think that the highest mountain I've been up to that point before I even climbed the mountain Fuji was approximately 1,900 meters. And as I was getting ready for this climb, my wise husband told me during one of the conversations where I, I wasn't in charge of my mind and I was allowing my mind to telling me stories. It happens to me, the mindset coach. So in one of our conversations, he told me, don't try to control the outcome. And it was hard for me to ignore, uh, to ignore not to plan because I like to have a plan. And even if the plan is not clear, not with all the details. I like to know the route, to have a path, to know where I'm getting at. So I kept telling myself, I really want to make it happen and prove that at my almost 51 years of age, I can do it. Surely, if I was going to approach it with this, it was going to be a disaster because this attitude is wrong and it will guarantee failure for me. And let me explain why. Mountain Fuji isn't a trophy or a prize to win. It's a journey, a journey where personal ego has no place in it. It goes beyond a physical challenge. What it does for those of us who are willing to go through this journey of self-discovery is to offer profound insights into our mindset. Luckily for me, I decided to 
let go of my need to get to the summit and surrender to the experience by taking one step at a time to focus on the next step in front of me and be open to understand and to learn. And this is how we should approach our life in general. Having the end result in mind, surely, definitely, but our focus needs to be on the next step, on what needs to happen next, and not so much to be fixated on the outcome. And this is where most of us get in trouble, to be honest with you. We are so obsessed with the end result that our mind keeps bringing up all the obstacles, all the reasons why it's going to be hard. And no matter how good our intentions are, we get caught up in this downward spiral of emotions deriving from our fears that makes the whole journey so hard. This is when we start procrastinating, when we avoid taking action on the next step because we have already convinced ourselves in our minds that it's going to be hard. Where if we reverse engineer the outcome we want, if we break our goal into smaller steps, and in my case, there were 10 stations from where we started our climb to the summit. And I've decided after um, surrendering that I will concentrate only on the next station. And during the climb to the next station, I was paying my full attention on the next step, asking myself, what do I need to learn out of this process? Concentrating on my breathing, taking the next step and keep asking myself, what are the lessons for me to learn? And I accepted the fact that, yes, I want to climb, I want to reach the summit, but I cannot control all the elements. I couldn't control a sudden change in the weather. I couldn't control fatigue or altitude sickness. I had only the choice to accept and respond to the present situation. And this is a great lesson to learn. It teaches the importance of adaptability and being present which is so, so important for our mental well-being and success in any venture we decide to take. There are things that we can control and there are things we cannot control. And for those that we can control, for those things that's out of our control, we have a choice on the attitude we want to adopt around what we cannot control. So we might, we might not be able to control altitude sickness, but we are able to control our at- attitude towards it, our reaction towards it. So the first lesson that I want to teach you is acceptance of the present moment. 
Another great lesson is that my ability can be developed through dedication and hard work. One step at a time for me meant I'm determined to take the next step. And after that step, I am going to take the next one and then the next one. The challenges I faced during the climb and yet somehow I found a way to keep going, keep taking those steps. And it shows that when we embrace difficulties without resisting or resenting them because of this ideal image that we have, that we have created in our mind in advance, and now we are discovering during the climb that it doesn't match what we were expecting, the current situation that we are in doesn't match what we are expecting. If we accept this, and if we let go that ideal image, then we can grow even more. And the second lesson becomes adopt a growth mindset. Know what you want to achieve, but be open to learn, to adapt, to change. The third lesson is the value of patience. Our guide was going very slow during the climb. Every step, imagine this, every step to be in a slow motion. And instead of going straight up, he was going zigzag. People were passing us with speed, going straight up to the top, but the whole group of six of us, we kept going really slow. And during the meeting we had, the debrief meeting we had the previous day with him, he told us that if we follow his instructions and his pace, we will make it to the top. And we did. And I strongly believe that we managed to do it because of his pace and the way of the climb. Our lives are fast-paced. We often seek the quick win. We become impatient if the result is not imminent. And we give up because we've learned to expect instant gratification. We couldn't have approached Mount Fuji with this attitude. This year alone, someone was telling me the other day, this year alone, in the first seven months, there have been 74 casualties, 13 of them fatal. Mountain Fuji teaches the importance of patience as the journey to the top is long and it requires sustained effort. It took us eight hours to reach the summit and another four to come down. And same applies with our personal and business goals. The journey can many times be long, but if we keep going, reaching the summit becomes even more rewarding. So there are times that we are going to speed up and there are times that we will have to take a very slow pace to reach where we want. And that's why the third lesson, the value of patience is so important. Another great lesson, lesson number four, is mind over matter. There were moments of immense physical exhaustion where the mind 
played a crucial role in pushing the body forward. And I kept reminding myself of my mantra during that climb up, take the next step and make it only to the next station. And this shows the power of having a strong mindset in overcoming physical limitations. When the mind tells us that we've reached our limit, according to Navy SEALs, we are actually on the 40% of our full capacity. And even if you argue with me that Navy SEALs are tough and we are not like them, Remember that our mind is trying to protect us by stopping us from getting out of our comfort zones. So it will try to stop us short. Saying this though, while it's essential to push ourselves, it's equally important to recognize and respect our boundaries. Sometimes turning back or taking a longer rest can be the wisest decision. In this situation, Listening to our bodies by making a quick scan will give us an indication of what's going on. And this is what I've been doing up to that mountain. Every time my mind was resisting or was starting chattering and saying, oh, I won't be able to handle it. I'm too tired. I'm in pain. I was taking a deep breath and I was scanning my body to see if there was actual pain or it was a chatter in my mind to stop me from taking another step. If it's in just our mind freaking out, then we can keep going. But if our body is in physical pain, other than tiredness, the lesson number five is to respect our limitations and to listen to our body. Number six is to learn to celebrate the small wings. And I've already mentioned this, but instead of just focusing on the distant summit, celebrate the minor milestones along the way. And this can motivate and it can provide so much energy. Like in life, we should learn to value of acknowledging the small achievements in our larger quest. We've all heard the phrase, learn to enjoy the journey and not just the destination. So let's learn to celebrate every tiny little step, every tiny win. And we will get to our summit, whatever that summit is. I truly believe it. After this climb, I truly believe that everything is possible. Another great lesson is embracing uncertainty. When we started our ascent, we didn't know what kind of weather we would endure. We were prepared for the sunny day, the hot day, as well as the rainy one and the windy one. However, despite all the preparation, you never will know what you may encounter the unexpected obstacles. And that's why embracing uncertainty is so important because it shows us the value of being flexible in our approach. Many of us don't start on our dreams until we know all the answers to possible obstacles. Irrespective of how much you prepare, irrespective, 
there are always going to be times that unexpected obstacles will derail us or force us to take a step back. So learning to embrace the uncertainty as a way of learning and adopting is very important. Lesson number eight is the power of collective mindset. Interactive, interacting with fellow climbers and share the same goal can be a powerful motivator. And this is a great demonstration of belonging to a group of people who share the same values and have aspirations about life for something more. And I'm talking about how powerful a collective positive mindset is for uplifting individuals, for uplifting us actually during challenging times. Belonging to a mastermind group or having brainstorming sessions with like-minded people, it's one way to improve our mindset and the way we view things and approach life. Lesson number nine is reflection and introspection. During my climb, I've noticed that the chatter in my mind went quite quiet (laughs) as I was getting higher and higher. And I started experiencing pure serenity without the internal debate or argument. And while I was experiencing this, I was also able to reflect upon my life's journey, the goals I wanted to achieve, my relationship with my kids and my husband, how I want to show up in the world, what kind of leader do I want to become. And all this internal work while climbing to the summit led me to the biggest realization and the most important lesson of all, which was respect. So number 10 is respect. Respecting myself, respecting my dreams, respecting my body, respecting my time, and respecting my values. But also respecting the things that I have and I am surrounded with. I was under the impression that I was respectful. I've always considered other people's values, feelings, needs, and desires, sometimes at the cost of mine. But Mountain Fuji taught me a different kind of respect, respecting oneself on a deeper level. Everything, everything starts with us. The way we show up, the actions we take, the attitude we have towards our own body, mind, and spirit. So I came down from this incredible mountain knowing that I need to focus only on one way. The way of a goddess who knows that she has endurance, that she can handle everything, and that she must embrace her own journey with respect. So let me give you a quick summary of the 10 lessons. Number one, accept the present moment. Number two, adopt a growth mindset. Three, be patient. Four, mind over matter. Number five, respect your limitations. Number six, learn to celebrate the small wins. Number seven, embrace uncertainty. Eight, 
the power of collective mindset. Number nine, reflection and introspection. And number 10, respect. Life, my friends, provides great lessons and learning experiences if we are willing to observe and learn. My hope with this episode and with me sharing what I've experienced last week by climbing Mount Fuji is that you found this subject helpful. You don't have to climb a mountain like I did to reach your breakthroughs. You have to be willing to explore, to understand, to go through beyond what is known and discover your true brilliance. So my hope is that you, this episode inspired you to do just that. Okay, as always, leave me a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Share this episode with a friend that you believe will benefit. And until next week, much love. If today's episode stirred something within you, if you're feeling that urge to break free from settling and step into your true potential, I want to help you on your journey. I'm offering a free breakthrough call. During this call, I will dig deeper into your desires, aspirations, and fears. I will help you understand where you might be settling and assist you in carving a clear path towards a life of fulfillment and purpose. To book your call, go to www.pinelopemagulianiti.com forward slash let's talk or click the link in the episode description.